0: Welcome to the Model Car Podcast, a show about building scale model cars. This show is brought to you by the generous financial support of our Patreon backers. Our Patreon supporters get access to our behind-the-scenes Slack channel, Patreon extras, and even a chance to be on the show. If you can help support the show, please visit the supporters page on our website, modelcar.show. If you'd like to talk more about model cars, please join our Facebook group or our private Slack channel. Welcome to episode 54. This this episode, we're going to be talking about new year and new releases. There's a ton of new releases. And of course, I need to introduce the guy that is behind all the research. John, how are you? Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and all of those fun things for 2021.
1: Oh, thank you, and the same to you. I could wish it to you in French, but... <laughs> We're not going to go there today. <laughs> I, I would
0: I would have to edit that out because I don't understand it. And I yeah, be I understand. <laughs> uh, my name's Justin, and this is the model car podcast. Uh, so let's get into our what's what we've been up to lately. Uh, John, you've been building over Christmas. You got some time on your own? Yeah, over the Christmas time. Yes. Yeah, I got. Uh, <clears throat> I- a well-meaning
1: friend on Facebook invited me to a quick build. Well, what ended up being a very quick build, but it was supposed to be a build for a Pontiac build off. Mm-hmm. And I agreed to it real and then realized, oh, darn it. You got to have this done by the end of the year.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh and when was the invitation tendered? <laughs> oh, about mid, well,
1: about the same time as, uh, our last recording. Okay, so you had plenty of time. Oh, well, yeah, I guess I did. I Luckily, I hap- the body was pre-painted for me. I'd painted it some time ago, so yeah, okay. Mm. And it was just a plain white paint job because I chose a one that I had sitting on my shelf for some time, a 94, 94 Pontiac 25th Anniversary
0: Trans Am. Okay, hold on hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I remember a couple of episodes ago. Oh. We were talking about white cars and your hatred of white cars. And I think you said there was only one kit that you ever had, the Hearst, if I remember. Because you didn't like white cars. Yeah. So I how? forgot about this one. <laughs> so so why why why
1: a white Pontiac? Well, there's no choice. If you want to do a twenty fifth anniversary car,
0: they were white with blue stripes. Ah, uh, okay. No choice. No choice. That would explain it then. All right. Yep. Cool. So you got it finished on time? I got it
1: finished on time. It's not my greatest build, and I managed, I still don't know how I managed to, but I lost one of the wheel cent, wheel center decals. I have no idea where it went. So the oh. park car is sitting there on three, not four. Well,
0: well you no just idea. have to I take I off it. one of the wheels, put like a, a an old spare wheel on from something else, and just pretend well, it had a flat at one point. The, wheel, the wheels match the body, so they're not even chrome. They're... <laughs> They're white to match the body. Yeah, but a, a, a black steel rim on there, you know, that's a spare tire. It's fine. Nobody yeah, noticed. Yeah, I could have done that. I could have, but. Eh, well. You didn't. Oh, well. No, I didn't. Okay. So what else have you been working oh. on? Uh,
1: I finished my 70 Dodge Coronet Super B. Yay. Yay. That, that turned out really nice. Thank you. And then I realized that, well, I sort of caught myself on the 70 Cyclone. And I'm still thinking about, do I do this or do I do that on that? What uh doing this and what doing that? Well I've already up obviously I've upgraded the kit considerably. I mean I'm using the, the engine and the chassis and the engine and the chassis, wheels, tires, not not the wheels. The tires from the 70 Torino because the 74 Torino, because it's the same car, just different badges obviously, and different well, a bit more than different badges. Then I ran into trouble. I, you know, I was getting ready. I'd mounted the grill to the body and said, so, you know, we're close. The window's in, all the, all the bare metal is done. It's like, oh yes, put the grill on. Then we can put the radiator shell in and the radiator shell didn't fit. And I was like, why the heck does it not fit? Because it's the Torino part. Well, if I want to use the Trino part, then do I need, don't I need the Trino firewall and the Torino inner fenders, which were, mm. which is molded as part of the Torino body. <laughs> Or I can just say, hey, leave that stuff alone. Use the original MPC parts for the inner engine compartment, because realistically nobody's ever going to look under the hood anyway.
0: Mm. Mm. That's a tough question. Accuracy yeah. or fidelity? Which do you prefer? Or just ease of build. Ease of build as well. <laughs> if nobody asks, ease of build, but if it All right, I got it, I got an even easier solution. Glue the hood shut. Yeah, that works too. It does. Yep. If you've ever know, screwed though. something up, uh, glue the, you can always tell uh, builders that take a full detail kit, they've had a problem with it, they glue the hood shut. Yeah, but I've already, I've uh, wired the engine, you know. Well, display <laughs> it on a mirror base so people could see from the underside. Oh, that's an idea. Hmm. That could happen. You could put a what is it? Uh, everybody puts the dice dice underneath the tires to give it a little bit more height, so you can see underneath.
1: Yeah, that's an idea. I actually have one of the th- those style display bases from Scale Motorsports. Yeah, Scale Motorsports—that's the one. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the angled base there. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. it, this one's just an elevated base, but yeah, that would work though.
0: Hmm. Hey, <laughs> if there if there is a lazy way, I'm the one that found it. There we go. (laughs) That might work for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And you're working on uh, a 70 Camaro Z28. Yes. I
1: just, uh, that one just got primer shot on the body today. All the mechanicals got most of their painting done last night. The interior got it this morning. The body got primer. Moving right along. This is the
0: full bumper? This is the full bumper kit. Yep. Mm. So besides the full bumper, what do you see as a difference between this kit and the old kit? Well, it's still the same kit. So basically, it's just the nose yeah, job. Well, ba- and basically,
1: there's nothing you can do. The a Z28 is a Z28 is a Z28. They all had
0: the LT1 350 small block in mm. the car, so you
1: can't change it. It's a
0: it's a Z28. Mm. Well, I wasn't sure if they had uh, done any other improvements. Once they're once you start messing with a kit uh, tooling maybe it's a time to go in and look at correcting other stuff and uh, making improvements but uh I guess that was the cheap way is just uh, do the nose job and put it in a box yeah they, they did the nose
1: job I think I think I think I think that they've included both plastic wheels and chrome plated wheels it's the same wheel just in two different configurations yeah, for you that's right the technically the Zeds don't have chrome wheels really so ah, okay so <laughs> using the molded,
0: mold, molded color wheel is the way to go, at least in my book. And yeah, they're done. <laughs> there was uh, some talk when those came out of the front uh, been slightly different from side to side. That was the problem, I think, that
1: uh, took them longer than they predicted to fi- fix at the manufacturing level. I don't see it. I look at it, it's like, yeah, but it still just seems not quite as nice as a similar vintage uh, Mopar kit that they, that they were doing at the time when they did the Camaro. So mm. nothing terrible about it. I'm, you know, it's going to look nice when it's done.
0: That's what <laughs> matters. I also see you're coming over to the dark side. Oh, yes, the dark side. The dark side. (laughs) Uh, I think Pat and I have had uh, maybe a little bit of influence on you. Uh, I saw that you you got a Bell Kits. Yeah, I got a Bell (laughs) Kits. A Volkswagen Polo. (laughs) Uh, And that's the Red Bull livery one. That's the Red Bull livery one. Cool. Um, So, first off, uh, why would you go that way and join you know, the dark side. Yeah. And uh, what do you think of bell kits? Because this is, I think, your first one, isn't it? This is my first one. Uh, if they weren't so dang expensive, there
1: might be two or three to follow it. But even then, there still might be. Why Why did I go to the dark side? Well, um, I'm not totally against rally car racing. And that is what I bought. It's, like I said, it's the Polo. <laughs> it's a cute little guy, actually. Mm-hmm. It's actually one of the uh, bell kits that I don't have. Oh, neat. <laughs> It's one thing, you know, also to read the box, you know, it says this, 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 you know, send the kits like, yeah, uh, then open it up. Oh my God, it really did. (laughs) You know, There's photo etch right in the box. There's a belt set right in the box. It's like, oh my
0: God, (laughs) this is going to challenge me a little bit. Uh, They're, they're nice. uh, They've got very good scale fidelity uh, and are really well organized from the, the several that I've seen. And gone through and built yes. and whatever else.
1: I would agree. I would agree. It's going to be a fun, fun little project. Unfortunately, we can't get the paint right now. So that means it's going to have to wait at least a little while. Yeah, that's the one problem about a race car. You can't just make up colors. No. And had it, had the timing been a little different, had it been, had it arrived at my home, say, two or three days earlier, then I could have more easily got the paint. <laughs> <laughs> uh- oh, well. You also got a McLaren. Again, dark side stuff here. Again, dark side stuff, yeah. But hadn't we discussed that I really enjoyed the looks of the McLaren F1? Yes. Uh, but you got the long tail, uh, the yeah. golf
0: livery version.
1: The golf livery one, yep. I did. It's the race car. It. It. I got it from the same place to get my bell kit. And it was on sale. And they, I think they said they were down to the last one or two. And I was like, eh, why not? You know? If you're going to pay shipping from Europe, you may as well make it worthwhile.
0: Oh, did you get hit uh, at the border? No. Oh, good. Uh, Sorry, we didn't say that. Yes. If you're listening, RevCam, we did not talk about this. No.
1: But if you're not, knock on wood, they haven't touched me since the big, since, well, this is 21. They haven't touched me since 19. So I guess that means... (laughs) When Revenue Canada decides to finally do something to me, I'm going to really pay.
0: <laughs> it's law of averages. You're going to get stuck at some point. Yeah. You got away with that one, though. That's good. That's good. What do, you, what do you think of that? That's the Aoshima one, correct? That's the Aoshima one. That
1: is, uh, in its own way, it's it's as impressive as the Bell kit. But if I had to choose right now, you know, which one are you going to build first, John? It'll, it would be the little Polo.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That looks like a fun build you know, there's a 24-hour build coming up. Yeah, not with those belts and stuff like that. Uh-uh. I mean, there's photo-etched, there's belt.
1: There's photo-etched parts to go on the body. There's photo-etched parts to use with a seat belt. Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> I, I might be lucky if I could lace the belt in 24 hours. All right, very cool, very cool. That's a, I think that'll be a fun one. I'm looking forward to when you get started on that one. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right, um, we've got a... Big, big release uh, schedule here. I guess new year, new kits. Uh, Do you want to lead us off with uh, what round two is doing?
1: Oh dear, what isn't round two is doing? This is all taken from what their monthly release video says is coming. So even though, for example, last time we talked about the 64 Nova wagon, haven't seen it yet, still want one, but uh, coming soon now, coming now, or anytime now, is supposed to be their 71 Ford Mustang Mach 1, the James Bond edition with new parts, which in this case, I believe, means new wheels that they've tried to make look more like the 71 car as opposed to, what, the 72, 73 car? Mm. I'm not a Mustang guy, so...
0: I, I think we mentioned this mm. one when... I-
1: I'm something of a Mustang guy, but I haven't... I'm not the 71 to 73 car, actually, and and then the Mustang, the Pinto 2 or Mustang 2 or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Musta- right. Mustangs die from 1970 after 1970 and don't reappear in my radar until what 80, 82, 83 with a
0: Fox body. Mm. All right, so we'll we'll hey. move past this one then. Yeah. Uh, what's what's the next one coming up? Uh, round two is issuing,
1: or reissuing, <laughs> however you want to look at it. The Ford LTL 9000 that is originally an Ittaly tool. Mm. Uh, did mm. we talk about this? We talked about this. We one talked before, about I this think. last time, I think. Yeah. But these are actually now they're saying they're coming between now and next month. So okay. I guess that means it's worth talking about. We'll also just touch on the fact that they're redoing that they re reissuing the Italeri American Superliner, which has always meant for Italeri they're re- the Max superliner. So Very cool. Both big trucks, yeah, I'll have to have one of at least one of each, so. Oh, they got a few of them too. They have got the Ford uh, tractor coming out too. Yeah, the Ford little the little Ford C eight hundred, C nine hundred, C six hundred depends on the engine, depends on the wheelbase, depends on this with a nice little twenty seven foot trailer with Hostess
0: decals. Okay. Oh, they're playing Hostess cakes. Uh, they're yes. they're playing to uh, their audience on that one. <laughs> well, did you know that? You now completely
1: way off track here. Did you know that Hostess is owned by uh, Canada's Vaseline Bakeries?
0: I did not. I Mm. did not think there was actually any real baking in Hostess. I thought they were. I I don't know what they're made of. I've never even had one, but they're now owned by Vashon.
1: And Vashon was a kid. Yeah, I had lots of their stuff that I shouldn't have
0: had. (laughs) You you know, if if you had a Twinkie or Hostess cupcake from when you were a kid, it's probably still uh, just as fresh. Yeah, probably so. Uh, I think it's the food for the zombie apocalypse, whenever we get that. Uh, I've heard cockroaches won't even touch the stuff, but what do I know? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to ask how you uh, know such things. I guess uh, somewhere there's...
1: <laughs> some Somewhere at Vashon headquarters, they're saying, oh, where does this guy live? We're going to
0: send him an email, a stop and desist, hey." <laughs> I, I'm actually just thinking even worse than that. You know, maybe they have a uh, infestation problem at the bakery. So they just lay the Twinkies around uh, the, the side of the... <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's how we know. jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Uh, uh, this uh, next one's got me excited. Oh, yes. The Kenworth
1: Transit Mixer. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. I'll need more than one or two of that. That's for sure. Yeah, that to actually looks like As really far as nice. I know, this has not been reissued since it was originally issued in the late 60s, early 70s, because they had problems. I thought originally thought it was licensing, but then, of course, there's also the fact that they changed the Kenworth suspension in the late 80s when they turned a W925 into the T600. And I think... It's got different, yeah, it has to have dis- different suspension from what the T600 has, but it's not the original suspension that's on it in the original issue either. Phew. It's mm. more, it's it's definitely,
0: it's got work truck suspension. Let's put it that way. Cool. Yeah. It looks cool, no matter what. Uh, do you have a price point on that one? Have you seen anything on it? I've seen American prices on it, but not Canadian prices. How, how much are they? Can, uh, uh, somewhere in the $50 range. Well, it's not too bad until you get into shipping it because I'm assuming it's going to be a fairly large box. Well, it's a truck after all. It's <laughs> you know,
1: and the say I have seen the same similar prices for both the LTL nine thousand and the
0: Superliner. In that case, it's not bad given the fact it comes with the extra uh, stuff to put the uh, mixer on. Not a bad deal, yeah. really.
1: No, it's it's not. It's not so much it comes with the extra stuff to ha- make it into a mixer. It comes as a mixer, but it also has parts where you can. It has the fifth wheel and et cetera to turn it into a day cab. Ah, lots of choices. Yes. And I believe two sets of front tires, wheels and tires, regular, regular wheels and tires, and then heavy duty flotation wheels and tires. But the tires are two piece plastic.
0: If you want those on your kid <laughs> glue marks, <laughs> no comment, <laughs> no comment. All right. um, if, if a Kenwith transit mixer sounds like too much work, what about this street heat Chrysler Concord? Yeah, I built one back in the day. Didn't leave it fact, didn't leave it box stock. <laughs> I you know, it's actually funny. There there are some cars that you just forget ever existed. Yes. And until I saw this, it was like, "Oh, Chrysler Concord, I remember they did that. It was uh, very short-lived, I think, and um you know, kind of yeah, a yeah, like one model year or something like that. Not one one model year, but one bot one year style. You know, one yeah, one, one style. All. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. Uh, so I was surprised to see that reissued, but I guess it's uh, easy um, easy kit to to have lying around that you can get rid of uh, quickly. You know, put it out and and sort of do the uh, the Japanese things. Uh, let's just re-release whatever tooling we've got. There you go. Uh, not something I'll I'll go for, but uh, hey, uh, if you're looking for a nice quick build, away you go. Uh, is it a slammer or does it have an interior? No interior, blacked out windows. Uh, okay, so it is complete slammer.
1: Complete slammer.
0: Cool. What's next, John?
1: Oh, mm. we're we're oh. still with the slammers. We're still with the slammers. Another street heat car, the Street Fury.
0: Mm. And these are these are 25th, right? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. I, I was just thinking, uh, for some reason, I thought 125, these were 30-second yep. smaller versions. No,
1: no, 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 no. They're, they're not small, no. The Chrysler Concord. as I
0: said, I had it or have it somewhere, and no, it was just 125. Mm-hmm. Uh, that 58 Plymouth is, uh, is that the same tooling uh, that uh, they did that for Christine? the Christine kit? No. Christine okay. is the full detail kit. This one is not.
1: Does it have the same line problem uh, down the side? I never had one, so
0: I have Christine. Eh. No, (laughs) it's just a little bit wrong, but hmm. Well, that's why I was just wondering. I wonder if this is the same body and whether, if it's any better and whether you could switch it over.
1: Uh, I don't think you can because I think the Street Fury has a cutout in the hood. Or Mm -hmm. a notch in the hood for something for an engine sticking up, doesn't it? Or have you not clicked on the link? I've clicked on the link,
0: but for some reason the image... Stopped halfway through, so oh
1: well. I've got it here. It is. It's it's a white car with a green roof, green sides, and then decals. And yes, there is a hole in the hood for an engine to stick up through it.
0: So, I don't think unless you want to fill that hole. Well, I'm not sure which would be an easier fix: filling the hole or fixing the um, mm. the the lines on on the other one. Yeah, that's a good question. Hmm. All right, uh, Torque Trike. Yeah, the
1: torque trike. Well, One of the one of the last, I think, that they're trying to get done. The the from MPC's time frame, the truck. It's a three wheeled bike, and it's customized. And yeah, if it's your thing,
0: hey, please go for it. Mm-hmm. I've never into motorcycles, so well, it, this really isn't a motorcycle. That's okay. A, it's it's a drag. Uh, I don't know even what you call these custom drag bike. I don't know. But even then, would you want to show
1: up at the at the drags in that?
0: Yeah, well, you know, 60s were a wild time. Let's put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it explains where the
1: the drugs came from.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, You know, I'm thinking somebody probably was having some fun when they came up with these kits. Okay, okay.
1: Moving on, the EMT Surfer van, which is what, a 77 Ford
0: full-size van? 77 Ford Econoline. Econoline, yeah. With uh, all the... Surfboards. Surfboards and teardrop uh, windows in the back, and uh, if the vans are rocking, don't come a-knocking. Yeah, but it needs that decal. Maybe it's in the kit.
1: I don't know. Uh, don't they show the decals on the description of it? Uh, no, they don't.
0: Not on this one. Uh, it's it's up there if yeah, anybody wants any. I think there's, you know there's been a lot of these retro vans over the last you know several years. Uh, they they weren't around for a long time and then they all sort of came came back as chic again. Whether it's a Chevy or you know whatever. So uh, if it's your thing, it's coming out again. You'll have uh, lots more opportunities to build it. Yep. Yeah. Next up.
1: 53 Studebaker Starliner from the UP, United States Postal Service, UPS, USPS stamp series with in a with a collector tin. Mhm. Yeah, uh, my dad collected stamps. He would have liked this because he
0: likes Studebakers, but uh, <laughs> I've got the kit. I don't need the stamp. I don't need a tin. All right. Yeah, I think we've all got this kit. I, I mean, who doesn't have a Walmart uh, issue uh, version of this? It's a great kit. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Yep, I've seen it built. I've I've actually got one half built somewhere, tucked away in one of those abandoned project uh, boxes.
1: Mm, yeah, I have one that was supposed to be Wilson's car from Tool Time.
0: <laughs> oh, really? I did not know oh, yeah. he had one of those. But yes, uh, he did. It was two tone blue. Ah, interesting. I learn something new every day.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: All right, uh, we're bookending the AMT uh, section with James Bond stuff, apparently. Bond,
1: yeah, just how it worked out. The 1974 Galaxy police car, from whichever movie that was in, I wouldn't doubt it was in one. That was the Hobby Heaven version, right? That they No, the AMT originally did the kit, then when it disappeared for years, then Hobby Heaven paid to have a run made and took him quite some time to sell them all, and now we're... We're just bringing them all out, back, bringing it out back again.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not the first time, I don't think. No, that was what I was thinking, though, that it was the one that uh, for the longest time was in the Hobby Heaven boxes. Yep. Ah, the good old days. <laughs> Model Express was still <laughs> uh, yes. better if you ask me, but oh, well, minor detail. Okay. Now, this one, uh, I would say gets me excited, but I actually have a version of this next one. So tell us oh. what it is. The Mercedes from Italeri—they're re- they're
1: reissuing the Mercedes-Benz 450 SLC from the Rally Bandama in 1979.
0: Mm-hmm. So it is a, uh, what? a luxury, a luxury rally car. That's the way to put it. <laughs> uh, they did a version of this uh, in Dakar livery.
1: Ah, okay. That would, yeah, that might sound better to me than Rally Bandama,
0: but. Uh, Hmm. Yeah, I th- it probably comes down to licensing. Uh, I was actually looking at the Dakar the other day. It's back in Africa now. Oh, cool. I kind of have, haven't kept up to it. I, kinda, it. I wasn't a fan of the move. Uh, now it's, now they're all driving around uh, Saudi Arabia, but uh, it's really not the Dakar still, but at least it's out there. But it looks like it's heavily, heavily Red Bull subsidized. Oh, jeez. So, you know, anyway, he just it is. What it is. Yeah. but uh, I caught it on YouTube and was really impressed. And yes, I was on YouTube. Okay, cool. Uh, this uh, is a fairly simple kit, if I remember. Um, I it is a very old kit, so you're going to be reissuing, yeah, you no, know, a, a pretty old kit. Um, and uh, I, I, the the decals on it, been new, are a good thing. The reason I haven't built mine is because there are a ton of decals on it, and they're probably as old as I am. Well, maybe not that old. Oh dear. But, uh they're, they they look like I, they're going to need some work, uh, some coding, and they're probably going to be challenging to to do when I actually get to it. So uh, you know, a, a cool kit uh, and a different livery. So you know, could that, I'm just wondering, could that be originally an Eshi kit? Uh, I possibly could. Yes, I was just
1: wondering because you know, I I Hillary didn't seem to do the do those do the subject matter,
0: so I don't know. Oh well just popped in my head. It uh, it probably could be. I'm just actually looking through the pictures, and it is a, how do you say, very simple kit. <laughs> very simple kit. That's how you say it, but. Well, yeah, I was trying to yeah. be polite about it, but. Um, True. All right. Cool, cool stuff if you're really Yes. Um, I, I mean, af, after your uh, recent uh, Bell Kits uh, experience, uh, this might be a little disappointing for you, John. Well, I think it would be.
1: Okay. Another artillery kit, the Volvo FH16 Globetrotter Canvas Truck with Elevator in their talk, but if you're in North America, it's called a liftgate. Oh,
0: that's what an elevator is.
1: Yeah. That's, you know what a liftgate is then? I know what a liftgate is.
0: Okay. Good. Cool. There's some great YouTube videos of people falling off them.
1: Yes, there is. Especially ones involving, involving hand trucks and <laughs>
0: that's that's exactly the one I was thinking of. Where the guy goes uh, flying off. The
1: guy, yes, the guy has a fridge on the front of it and on the hand truck and goes out front and goes out first.
0: <laughs> Catapult. Yep, yeah. uh, that's that's actually cool with the lift gate. Um, uh, yes, I, I, I like that. Uh, it, it's hilarious, though. Those those kits that multi-piece body. Ugh. They're not that bad.
1: <laughs>
0: <clears throat>
1: yeah, we we'll, uh, we'll agree to disagree on that.
0: No comment. Yes, uh, Revell Germany—they've been busy as well.
1: Yeah, they've come out with a uh, port, a one twenty-four scale Porsche set, and that's all it said on the information that I initially saw. So I had to go looking to find to see what they meant. What what was in the Porsche set? They're in the set. They're issuing the nine eighteen and the Panamera in the same
0: box. Mm. Yeah, okay. I think I think they uh, announced this a little while ago, and uh, it, must, it looks like it's finally hitting the stores. Finally hitting the stores. Yes. Um, I think these were both separate um, Ravel Germany uh, boxes. I, I do recall seeing both of them. Um, I have seen them. Pass, passing on both of them. Okay. Ravel Germany kits uh, in in the boxes before they you know switch. Yes, yes. I have the nine eighteen. I have the Panamera, and one day,
1: yeah, yeah, one uh, day. Kind of a, kind of pricey. Just like I have the bm the BMW electric car, what the Z eight? No, not Z eight. No, whatever it is.
0: Anyway. Uh, oh, yes. I, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, you know which one I'm talking about, but you don't know what it is either. <laughs> it's electric. It's I'm, I'm a gas guy. I drive V8s. And... You're a gas guy, yet you want a Cybertruck. Well, uh, yes, but that's just
1: because it, it'll <laughs> piss everybody off. Okay. Good enough. Ah, oh, now. Then we have the 30th anniversary fall of the Berlin Wall.
0: Which is a Trabant. It's a, which uh, is a
1: Trabant. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know there's there's a cult following for the little cars. Uh, I'm not part of that cult, so
0: hey, have fun. I have a couple of these um they're not um well-fitting kits. There's a lot of problems with well, the kits uh, themselves. <clears throat> <clears throat> Neither were the real cars, but <clears throat> yeah, but at least uh, the real cars you could hit with a hammer and they'd start, um, you know, the the I've got challenges with almost like short shots type of things oh, on the kits. not good, not good. Uh, they did it in a, I've actually got one, again, it, it's a kind of an abandoned project, uh, in a rally livery. They rallied those cars? They rallied those cars. So, Holy shoot. Yep, uh, that was maybe 20 years ago that uh, that kit came out, but uh, yep, I have that, and yeah. Uh, uh, it'd be a fun little car to build, but uh, I uh, the the whole 30th anniversary tie-in. I'm not sure we're target audience for that one. No, no, not me anyway. Uh, you know, uh, pretty soon they'll ha- next year they'll have a, a Brexit uh, version with some of the old uh, Airfix kits. Yeah, and, and a Mini Cooper, and <clears throat> uh, don't give to me ideas. <laughs>
1: I want royalties if anybody will follow through on that. <laughs> okay, so ah, now this one's much more my speed. A 1969 Dodge Super B 446 pack. Oh yeah, that's my speed. <laughs> I already have two or three in the stash, but got to have another one. can never have too many.
0: So this is a straight re-release or is it a modified re-release?
1: Uh straight re-release, which means it's still not a factory stock, a 12 car, but it's the basis. It's got the right stuff. Sure, what you said. <laughs> and that'll give us something to talk about for the next time we talk about what we're working on, what our acquisitions are, because I have goodies to come with this kit. Oh, well, I, ju- I just basically said what it is too. I said it's not everything to do a factory A12 car. So, <clears throat> oh, we got a hint. Oh uh, yeah, cool. It
0: will be <laughs> what's coming will be enough to make it a full factory A12 car. Cool. Are you going to do that off the new release, or are you going to do it off one of your existing releases?
1: Uh, I have the new release on order, so everything will get (laughs) here.
0: (laughs) John, 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 John. What? You wouldn't do the same? You haven't done the same? Uh, No, I tend to. I, I have so many different kits that I don't generally duplicate kits unless I have a particular reason.
1: Okay. Okay. Oh, well. What can I say I'm an easy
0: sale for certain muscle cars yeah you are hmm. Hey you're branching out though Bell kits Bell kits yeah just remember that <laughs> yeah you know if you if you save up some of these duplicate kits you can get more of the bell kits True, true 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 oh well hey we'll see all right um so Ravel uh, I could I was doing some research couldn't find any of these releases. Uh, either on Facebook where they originally uh, came from or on their website. But I know they did come out. Uh, Chris Martin, thank you very much. He uh, posted them in Slack because me and Facebook don't get along. Um, yeah, and I com- I completely forgot about these, that you know, that Chris had posted them, that this was
1: pla- their planned releases for this year. And speaking yeah. of that, we should be seeing itallery. Uh, Itali- I, I, I can't say it your way. Italery. <laughs> That's how I say it. It'll airy. It'll airy. There we go.
0: They should, they should be announcing something soon too. Hmm. Mm. All right. So let's see what uh, Ravel's got coming up for January 2021. They have a fire truck. Yes, yeah, a DLK 23-12, Mercedes-Benz
1: 1419-1422. Ugh. Okay. It's a ladder truck. It's got a Mercedes cab. It's probably a Magris ladder, so... But I can't prove that. A what ladder? Magris, M-A-I-G-R-U-S, European Manufacturer of Ladders for Fire Trucks. Ah. Huh.
0: There you go. You learned something else today. I, <laughs> I did. And that was, you know, uh, why? This this looks like a tow truck with a ladder on it.
1: European standards there. They don't have the route. In general, European streets are smaller than ours. They need smaller, more maneuverable apparatus. What do, do they don't have an onboard tank? I'm guessing. No, it's just a straight ladder versus the North American idea where a ladder truck is is technically a, is a rescue truck, so it does everything that you don't need specialized rescue tools for. A, a ladder, you know, a fire department ladder truck. Here they will there they they generally are the ones that perform the reconnaissance of the fire scene. They're the ones who make entry. They're the ones who are putting the ladder up to the roof and making a hole in the roof for venting. I'll think I'll need things like that. I don't see is this truck having the equipment really to do that. All right. Interesting. And we, and we use a lot of ground ladders. I guess the Europeans don't because you don't generally see models of European fire apparatus with uh, ground ladders. Hmm, That's interesting. (laughs) Just realized that.
0: All right, Uh, and we've lost John for the afternoon. He'll be uh, doing some research on uh, YouTube and on uh, Google and finding out a little bit more about European fire equipment, I'm sure.
1: Well, I might, and I can tell you this much, though. If you go back 30 years ago, there was a European fire truck in the Montreal area.
0: Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Saw it with my own two eyes. All right, so this this is probably not a kit you're excited about then. Not terribly, no. All right. Uh, February 2021. Uh, that's more my speed. <laughs> Pontiac Firebird reintro. Now from 1970. How yeah. does this? How does this relate to the half bumper Z28? Is this because they they were similar in those days, right? They were similar in the days, but they mechanically they were similar. Everything else was allowed to be different. Is this kit anything like that one, or is this a completely different kit? Like, does it share any common tooling? Uh, don't think so. Don't think, well, of course
1: it doesn't. Maybe in the real world it would, but in model form, no. <laughs> Ravel versus AMT. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Never mind. I'll go back Chevy sleep. versus Pontiac. <laughs>
0: in the real world, they'll share wheelbase, they'll share width, they'll share this and that. But, <laughs> well, yeah, I forgot. It. I forgot the other one was AMT. I, I don't have either one. So, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, something you're interested in?
1: I have one or two. I don't think I need another one, but...
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll go to our Volkswagen section. Uh, the Volkswagen section.
1: The Volkswagen T1 bus being reintroduced. Cool. How
0: many windows? It's not a
1: 23-window bus, but it's a good-looking little bus. Mm-hmm. There's never any of those in my family. Hmm. Uh, also, in February or February, March, whatever... However, no. This would be in March. In March is the Volkswagen T2 bus, an
0: EasyClick new tool. EasyClick meaning, I guess, snap. Well, is it is it snap? Um, I saw. I think it was Chris's kids did some of these EasyClick system stuff. Yeah, that's Airfix. Christmas. Airfix, okay. and that's what they would call a block kit. Yeah, that's oh. that's what I would call Lego.
1: Like Lego, yeah. but yeah, that's that's it's not Lego, but it
0: isn't kit either does it, it does looks more car like than most Lego yeah I'm not sure what this one looks like as easy click um, but um, 109 parts so it's not bad no I, I would uh, I will say I'd
1: like one but I'll say I'll also say this the box art here and the model don't really make it look like a serious model but it's orange what do you expect the bright colors don't tend to work as box art
0: yeah it's it's. Uh, there's something about it. It looks toy-like, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's. I, I was trying to be polite, but um, mm.
0: maybe that. Maybe that's the uh, easy click part of it.
1: Yeah, maybe that's the easy p- click part of it. I don't know. Is it? Does it? No, the noses were flat, pretty flat, from what I remember. I don't know. There's just something about it.
0: Mm, don't know. Wait. We, we'll, we'll have to wait till it uh, hits the stores, and we'll take a look and. Uh, we'll probably rip it apart because you know maybe they've got the wrong uh, windshield in it or something, just like they tend to do with other cars. Oh, we're not going there, are we? We will do. We will do later. Oh, we will when the kit comes out. But <laughs> well, yes. But it was uh, the, the other one was announced as uh, we'll keep going.
1: We'll get. We'll there. keep going. Yes, the Audi R10 TDI Le Mans and 3D puzzle re- reintroduction of the R the R10 TDI with a 3D puzzle, which means it's on a
0: base. Uh, it looks it's like it's infamous, on a cardboard base.
1: Yeah, it looks like it's a cardboard base, and it's the infamous uh, Dunlop tire, which is pretty cool. don't know. Uh, uh,
0: I've I've got the original kit. There's no way I'd buy this again. Uh, oh, wow. I built the original kit in the past year, so <laughs> I don't think I'm going to buy it. <laughs> uh, you're not, you're not going to buy it just for the uh, plastic or the the pla- the paper Dunlop thing. No, I can't blame you. All right, we we have another Volkswagen. Ah, another T1 bus, but the Who's gift set, and it's again reintroduction. Who? The Who. Who? You know, I had to do it. He Who. Owl. The The Who, like the band. Yes. Uh, before my time.
1: <sighs> yes, yeah, sadly, me too. Yeah, I know who they are, but nope. Still, the van, the, the van with the Union Jack over the roof, though that's quite impressive. I wonder if that's decal. If it's you're expected to tape and paint it or i don't
0: know i'm, a, I'm assuming it's a, a deckle uh but you know I, I it was funny when you said that that uh, was exactly what i was about to say as well as but look <laughs> at look at the union jack on the roof because you could buy that get rid of the who stuff because that doesn't and and build that with the uh union jack and that'd be you could you could really have fun with that one yes you could uh, apparently it's the magic bus mm. according to the label on the door Whatever that means, I don't think we want
1: to know. Do we want to know? Nope.
0: But wait, let's okay. talk about the next one.
1: Yeah, the next one. Well, it had to come. We know there's a Jaguar E-type fixed head
0: coupe coming, so now they're doing a roadster. Conversion der beste hand of... cracky Yep, it's a drop head. Crikey. I'm <laughs> not even going to try saying that. Uh, the, the It's in uh, German. Uh, this is coming in April 2021. <laughs> Uh, and this uh, actually has the correct windshield for this car. Yes. However,
1: cutting corners doesn't work for us adults. Please, Revel Germany, listen to us.
0: I, <clears throat> just my 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 question, and I'm I'm kind of curious for everybody, but uh, particularly for John, uh, which would you rather have, another uh, drophead coupe, or, or, I mean, to me, this doesn't do anything. I was excited about the hardtop. The hardtop looks beautiful. That car in the hardtop has the lines. This one, not so much. Agreed. That's, I, I mean, honestly, in person, I've seen
1: the convertibles. They're okay. I've yet to see a fixed head coupe in my, in my day. But
0: any pictures, any video I've ever seen of the cars? Oh, baby. Uh, uh, we have um, uh, the Van Dusen British Car Show. Uh, every May, and it, there there are lots of these that come out. It's uh, beautiful uh, conservation land. There's a huge lawn, and all the British cars park there. Uh, Leak oil, and that's why they can only do it once a year. But that's you know part of an English car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but uh, they have a, a quite a few of these E types uh, for various years and various trim levels, from you know the the rubber bumper version to the chrome bumper versions uh, the, the full um, fixed head coupe the hard top is absolutely gorgeous Like it, it just stands out and you go oh it's just no matter what color it's in it is such a beautiful vehicle the convertibles they're nice they've still got the long nose but uh, yeah I'm, I'm just I don't know I'm disappointed if, if they were going to screw something up I wish they'd gone the other way and screwed up the convertible to make the proper coupe.
1: Yes, because I mean, doesn't or didn't Revell
0: USA have a '67 Jag convertible? Um, there there have been a few of them done. Um, I I think I've got a couple on the shelf. I'm not sure whose they are, but uh, yeah, I it, you know, a really nice new tooled hardtop that is perfect would be great. Uh, and I've I've seen some comments that some people have got them and they're saying they're they're good enough. Uh, for me though, from the mm-hmm. pictures I've seen, it's it's just that 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 front looks wrong. The, yeah, the windshield looks it, wrong.
1: It pinches it pinches the, the windshield down.
0: Yeah, that's not right. And it just ruins that. the The whole point is that you've got that beautiful um, that that design, that shape, and having that lower. Just kind of breaks it up visually to me. Yeah, agreed. All right, uh, let's let's go from that into Fast and the Furious again.
1: Yeah, they're going to be reintroducing the Fast and Furious 1995 Mitsubishi Eclipse that the character Brian drove in the in the movie. Mm. Yes. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Whichever. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: I've seen the first Fast and Furious after that. Eh. I guess I guess uh, Fast and the Furious uh, needs some more money because uh, they're also re-releasing Dominic's uh, 71, oh, yeah,
1: GTX. The seventy-one GTX mm, baby. That may be my favorite Plymouth muscle car body. Right? Really? Yeah, really the seventy-one the seventy-one Plymouth muscle car body, the Belvedere Roadrunner GTX, whichever nameplate you want to put on it. I just love the love the look of that car. Interesting coke bottle styling and oh so I don't I don't know if you know stock wheels stock wheels and tires are in it I might be in for one if they're not mm, don't
0: think so yeah those I'm not a fan of the big wheels and tires on this one
1: no I know it's, it's from
0: a movie but mm. you want to sell me one <laughs> stock wheels and tires please yeah and then they've got because Dominic has to have all the cool cars well yeah he's got a 70 Dodge charger reintroro as well a re-release yeah uh,
1: and I'm assuming this is going
0: to be the metal-bodied kit
1: that they did when they originally did Dominic's car.
0: It's oh, a good question. I mm. haven't bothered with either one of those, uh, but, uh, you know, because I, uh, yeah, they they had the plastic version. They have the plastic version now, but when Fast and Furious first hit,
1: they came out with a tool. There were several kits they came out with that were metal-bodied, plastic, everything
0: else. Hmm. And one of them was Dominic's 70 Charger. All right. Hmm. That's okay. I wasn't going to buy it anyway. So we're good. How about, there, how about the Fast and the Furious uh, Chevy Camaro 69 Yanko yeah, but Camaro? It's a, it's a
1: Yanko Camaro.
0: <laughs> that kit is good. That's a nice kit. I don't know who drove that because they're not actually telling you. No, they don't tell us. And
1: I don't, again, the first one, I don't recall. Or, uh, it seems that's the only one I see. And I don't recall it a Yanko Camaro being in it. It was all the only domestic that played in the movie where somebody had a Ford Lightning and then there was Dominic's Charger.
0: Yeah, but there were like 35 movies of that and they're all, you know, CGI'd Mm -hmm. and getting worse and worse every time. I haven't even seen the last couple. I kind of gave up a while back. Yeah. As
1: much as I like The Rock, sorry, Rock, not watching those movies just for you.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. This is an interesting development.
1: Yeah, this. Yeah, I was just realizing that. that's like, um, I might have to need one of these if they're any good.
0: Are they any good? Uh, yes, they
1: are. we uh, re- will be reissuing the Ford GT Forty Le Mans in one twenty-four scale. That is a cooperation with Fujimi, so Fujimi Tool, Revel Germany box, probably means expensive as heck. But
0: <laughs> I don't, th- <laughs> I don't think that. Uh, has Ravel ever issued this before? Revell did some GT40s back
1: in the late 80s, early 90s, when I wasn't, you know, I still sort of just getting into the hobby, hadn't decided I really needed, wanted a GT40. Yeah, I thought... But I don't think they
0: did the golf car. There was a GT40, and I think an American version, like a, um, a, a, an American company version but it had opening doors and everything like that the Fujimi kits uh, they came up with a variety of them there's lots of them I've got a couple I think kicking around um, they are basically um, curbside kits um, and yep. they're nice nothing opens on them they're very simple but they're they're also uh, very very nice I've seen somebody build and that's why I don't remember the box art and if it was a Ravel one but uh, uh, I've seen them build that North American kit, and it was fiddly, very fiddly.
1: Okay, I've not seen that one. You see, I'm just just here <laughs> playing around while we're talking about this, just to give Justin an idea. Well, I can't even give it to you. You want to you want to look for the uh, scale at Scalemates? They have the '66 Ford GT40, the number 98 car, and there's another another car that's available. Hmm. And they're attractive and all. And as far as I know, there were. Yeah, side opening, so it was the Jimmy Box, too.
0: Huh. What do you know? Not a lot. Hey, we're back to Volkswagens again. Yay! <laughs> the T1, Dr. Oatker. Okay, who okay. is Dr. Oatker? Uh,
1: Don't know who he is offhand, but I do know that's the name behind, I think they make pie fillings and stuff here in Canada for, for the Canadian market, I should say.
0: Ah, okay. So this could go very well with the... Uh,
1: Sheriff. Sheriff, uh, lemon pie filling. Sheriff, chocolate pie filling.
0: Ah, John is a guy that does the baking. I don't do that part.
1: Yeah, and if I have to have one... (laughs) It's been a while since
0: I've had a chocolate cream pie. (laughs)
1: That's
0: all I'm going to (laughs) say. All right. So this is just basically a panel van version of the Volkswagen bus. Yep. Volkswagen bus panel van with Dr. Altkirp company markings. I've uh Hassigauer also makes a really good version of this too. Not for Doctor Oker, but uh I think no, the not- Moon Eyes one. Really nice tool. Okay, cool. Uh another uh, one. We're back to T2s one. again.
1: and uh, now we the T2, at least this one looks good on the box art. Of course it is a photograph, but we're going to do an easy-click conversion to make a T2 camper. Now these I can remember seeing on the dealer,
0: the dealership showroom floors. So. Maybe mm-hmm.
1: maybe this is the one I need to get.
0: <laughs> uh, with the pop-up um, uh, bugnetty yeah, visor. Yeah, the mesh. <laughs> the mesh. Yes, uh, the one that everybody had duct tape on because it ripped. And oh, yes. geez. Okay.
1: Didn't uh, know that. Just have memories of my childhood. That's all.
0: Ah uh, yes. Uh, there's. I, I actually know somebody that has one of these. Oh, neat. Uh, I, uh, that's why I remembered the mesh was a problem because trying to get replacements for it are very, very expensive.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, cool. Uh, it's a classic. Any, well, they call it classic cause it's desirable. That's uh, such a neat looking, a neat looking, uh, vehicle. The, the, uh, uh, spare tire on the nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, 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 yeah, I could see you doing something with that. That, that's actually kind of cool. Yep. I'm not sure what the easy click is, though.
1: Well, again, like the other one, I'm guessing simplified assembly because easy click applies to the Porsche tractor, too. Great Mm. detail, just easy assembly. Okay.
0: (laughs) Revell and easy. There's two things that don't go together in the same. uh...
1: Revell, not so bad. Revell Germany and easy, eh, and sometimes
0: not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is coming out in July, by the way. All right, we get a couple of Porsches. Uh, Take it away, John. Ah, the 911G coupe
1: and a 911G targa both listed as new tools. So, and the targa meaning it has but no roof panel or at least removable a removable roof panel over the seating area. T-tops, right?
0: T-tops I believe. T-tops. Uh, actually, I don't even think okay. it's a T-top. I think it's a full It's a targa, panel, the full roof.
1: panel the panel lifts off and you're open air motoring but you have a rear window.
0: Mhm. Okay. Uh, great for those of you that have hair for making a mess of it <laughs> Yes <laughs> for me boy. not a problem uh my my problem would be the sunburn.
1: Well that's why they that's why you can go buy suntan lotion
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a call back to our pre-show there from Joe <laughs> yep uh, just uh, John, me at the right time. Yes, uh, John is under lockdown. He can't buy work boots, but he can't buy suntan lotion, which is uh, an essential, apparently, uh, thing that is needed in Quebec in the winter when it's below zero. Yeah. And, and it, Yeah, you can't crazy. even go
1: buy a winter jacket or gloves, but you can go buy suntan lotion. Hmm. Yeah, boy. Uh, anyway, uh, tractors. Yes, another uh, the third in the Revel Germany series of tractors, a Fendt F20. And I'm guessing what follows that is diesel.
0: <laughs> well, it looks like it says diesel, Rob.
1: Yeah, I wonder diesel. who Rob is. <laughs> don't know. And I don't know. I wouldn't even begin to how, guess how they pronounce that. I'm in. I'll take one. Yes, it's another easy click, just like the Porsche. And then there's the one that's in between that I still haven't found anywhere. So mm. I can't even think of the name of it right now. I know it's a diesel, but
0: oh okay. well. Right. And then at this, uh, speaking of the Porsche, the Porsche Junior 108, is that new or is that just a re-release with this Farming Simulator edition?
1: I don't even know exactly what it means.
0: I, well, farming yeah. Simulator it, is a, game, a farming, game.
1: Yeah, Farming Simulator is a game.
0: So what, you're getting a free download? No. But it is, um, it, it's, it's like the 30th version of the wall coming down in Berlin. Uh, it's a commercial tie-in to try to, Sell this to gamers because you know the average computer gamer wants to build models now.
1: Maybe. Well, they tried it. What didn't they try that about uh, twenty years ago,
0: twenty-five years ago, thirty years yeah, ago? I'm thinking it's probably not uh, not a great crossover there. But anyway, we won't go there. No. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll sub in for
1: Pat here with Salvino's Corner. The the Junior Johnson Racing Wall Waltrip number eleven Chevy Monte Carlo nut from 1986 is now available.
0: Yay! Yay! Ooh, what did I just hmm. do to my screen? Oh, yeah. That's uh, Budweiser. <laughs> yep. Budweiser. Yep, Budweiser. Yep. Budweiser. Yeah, I was just thinking yes. the same thing. <laughs> they did some really great commercials. <laughs> they did. They did. That was that was classic uh, when they, they really kind of nailed it, but uh, uh, they still were trying to sell a crappy beer. Hmm. I don't drink,
1: so I can't comment. I just know the commercials were
0: Great. I won't go any further in elaborating than try to explain how bad the beer is. <laughs> there you go, and I apologize to anybody that likes it. You know, it's it's great if you actually want to drink beer and not get drunk. <laughs> if if it's what you like, it's great. Simple as that. Uh, new new kits are now available in Canada. Uh, yeah, uh, where? Uh, from
1: Elm City Hobbies in New Brunswick.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Uh, are okay. they just a distributor or do they, are uh, just a retailer or do they have a distributor in Canada now?
1: Haven't asked. Didn't think to ask that actually because, well, hey, give me a chance. Give me a chance. Anyway, what they've got the BMW M6 GT3 from the 20, 2017 24 Hours of Nürburgring, the Audi R8 Le Mans LMS GT3, the, this one's more just in speed, the 1986 Lancia Delta S4, from mm-hmm. Riley San Remo.
0: Mm-hmm. Very nice car. The
1: 1979 Porsche 953 K3, the Le Mans winner, and it comes complete with window frames masking in the box. Oh. Cool. Because that one does have a bit more complicated setup for masking windows. If you ask me, just one look at the box, it's like, oh, man, that's going to be, and it comes with tape. Cool. <laughs> yep. Uh, a 2018 BMW M6
0: from the Macau Grand Prix, the GT3 race winner cool that that'd look good right beside your uh, porsche or your uh, mustang <laughs> yeah probably would wouldn't it
1: <laughs> what's the graphics on that now, now you make me wonder now i gotta go look at it
0: oh i'm spending more was... of uh, john's money
1: yeah but it's in the shell
0: the royal shell markings the helix gasoline <laughs> that's not a bad looking car no, as I say, it's just about the right size and everything to look good next to the Mustang. Anyway, sorry, yeah. I'll well, carry on, John. Yeah, the 1996 up. Peugeot 306 Maxi from the Monte
1: Carlo Rally. Uh, don't you, you and or Pat, have this one? The
0: uh The 1986
1: have... Volvo 240 Turbo?
0: Yes, I have this. And is it recommended? Actually, it's not bad. It um, looks to me more like a Deoshima kit uh out of sort of who they who I would kind of say, you know uh it's not a timmy kit, let's put it that way okay. um the the it it's it's quite nice though um the design of some of their choices for painting mm. you kind of shake your head a little bit like why didn't you give me a deco for that strip? Um, oh. you know, you gave me a decal over here, but I have to paint the same color and line it up with the decal. That's a pain. Yes, because <laughs> getting a decal and paint to match, not that easy. Yeah. Um, so silly a couple of silly little choices like that, but uh I have the later Tamiya um Volvo, what is it, the eight fifty racing one. Um, and I want to eventually have those side by side because I think They would both look good together. But yeah, I I bought that uh, 2020, summer 2020, uh, and was very pleased with it. Cool. Okay, there's a 1991 BMW M3
1: E30 Group A in Autotech livery. And there's finally a a Mitsubishi Lancer Turbo from the Rally of a Thousand Lakes. Mm Mm-hmm. And should you all feel so rich, as uh, after buying one of these, you can buy photo sets for them all, too.
0: Yeah, the the Lancer's cool, but it's a, it's an 82 Lancer, so it's uh, it's a, a retro square version.
1: Yeah, oh well. Can't win them all, can't win them all. All right, oh my gosh, we're still not done yet. No, we're still not done yet. No, that's hey, We've had a month off. They're this going to re- release a few kits in a month, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So now Fujimi time. Fujimi is re- is
0: reissuing the Honda, the Honda New Civic Type R. Hmm. I I have this kit from when it first came out. Uh, it's actually not a bad little kit. Uh, I believe it's Japanese right-hand drive only.
1: Yeah, that was sort of my general impression too. Oh, the Subaru New Impreza WRX STI. Yeah, I somehow get the
0: feeling. Yep, that's not the, my, the style of my current Impreza. So. Uh, no this is actually when they were good and um oh sorry uh this is when uh subaru raced uh that's that's a better way to put it because honestly i don't think there's anything wrong with my car but no it's basically the same technology that uh is still there from when they raced them uh 20 years ago there you go uh it's just they've made them into boring hatchbacks now this is uh this (laughs) is the i think this is a peanut is this a peanut yeah, this is oh no this is a pig nose uh, so this would be 2006 2007. uh yeah it's uh this kit is the same as the peanut one um i have it kicking around somewhere it's uh, a fairly simple kit there's not a lot of detail to it uh, particularly the interior uh it's curbside typical fujimi stuff uh glue on the side panels you know all those things that uh Make Fujimi put out a lot of stuff, but not always at the, the highest quality. Yeah, oh, darn.
1: Okay. Uh, haunt the 1985 Honda Civic, the
0: Honda Today G. Yes, which looks like it's, it looks like a little Kai car.
1: Something like that, doesn't it? It doesn't quite look like what we're expecting a Civic to look like.
0: No, no, it's it's definitely not a Civic. It's smaller than the Civic, but it's kind of got that, that mid-80s Civic look to it, but just a little more compact. Yeah, doesn't the front end sort of look vaguely like a CRX from that time frame? Yep, yep. Uh, Okay. Well, uh, no, the CRX had uh, rectangular headlights. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. But uh, it kind of looks like a Japanese version of that. I think actually the, uh, yeah, I don't think we got anything with the round headlights uh, since the 70s as far as the Hondas go. But again, I'm not an expert in Compact Hondas from vintage times.
1: Okay. Uh, the Moving on, we have the Nissan R33 Skyline GTR from 1995. Haven't they already issued this one this time?
0: I mean, if not this, then they basically the same car? You cannot have a Japanese release without including at least one Skyline. Skyline. Well, there's more than one. I see what I mean? Yeah. R thirty three, at the most exciting version. My R thirty two is much nicer. There you go. My opinion. R thirty four go. is Godzilla. That's the best one, though. The new Sil80. What's a, a an S thirteen?
1: Uh the what we knew was the one eighties. 180s. Oh? 180 SX? Uh is it 180
0: or is it two forty? Two forty, that's it, two forty. Th- yeah. They're too similar. <laughs> Even the names are too similar. I'm sorry. Yeah, the S13. Uh, yeah, if you, I can. If if you're a Nissan completish completionist, this may be of interest to you.
1: Yeah, I don't uh, think we. The next one we didn't. We never got here in North America.
0: The Azuzu ballot ballot. Yeah. Billet, sixteen hundred. This looks like oh no, uh, it kind of looks, looks like, like a an old. I was about to say Datsun, and mm-hmm. then I looked at the at the at the roof line and went no, that's not a Datsun. Okay. that's actually that's actually cool and weird and oh, here goes Justin. Very Japanese. Oh yes, <laughs> that that you know this the the oh, I, you know I could remember sometimes that. Uh we're we're recording a podcast. People can't look at these and see what we're seeing. Uh just to remind everybody, go to our website, modelcar.show. Uh we will have episode 54 show notes up that will have links to all of these in there. This mm-hmm. is a pretty cool looking car though. It's uh this one's kind of an orangey red. Uh, I I think uh, some of our listeners will disagree whether it's orange or whether it's red. Uh but uh, it's got a black black, black totally. hood. So it it kind of looks sporty. It looks almost like a rally car. Um I I definitely am interested in this one. Uh, it's a uh, 2014, so it's a fairly new kit, reboxed. I oh, know, it's uh, new parts from, okay, it's been going back to 2004 as hmm. the original. But still, toy. that's not that old, really, in no. the grand scheme of things. No, um, and it looks like a kit that, uh, you know, there's no silly uh, Fujimi. Add-on body work and. Yeah, that yeah. was that was a try to. I was trying to think of a polite way to say it, uh, but uh, it looks like a good kit from the box. That actually may be tempting. I'm not sure that I will ever see that without having to order it. But I just bookmarked mm. that one, John. Just, oh, you're dear. costing me money. Well, you cost me
1: money. <laughs> <laughs> Why else do I have a polo? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm blaming Pat. Huh? Hmm. Have to talk to him then.
1: Hmm. Hey, guess what?
0: Oh, okay. That's a skyline coming up.
1: Yeah. A 1971 Skyline GTR, a KPG C ten. Race version. Race version. Number six or number eight. Red or green. Take your choice. The red pill or the green pill. <clears throat>
0: After twenty twenty, I'll take both. <laughs> Something to get us out of this. <laughs> oh, okay. I 2021. Man, starting just the same, isn't it?
1: Mm, if you only knew. <laughs>
0: Ah, let's get back to models. Suzuki. Suzuki, Alto, Twin Cam, Turbo, Alto Works. So this looks, uh, we were talking about the little Honda that kind of looks like a small Honda Civic. This kind of looks like the same car with a Suzuki badge. Yeah. And, uh, and square headlights. And square headlights, not the round, weird round yeah. ones. But yeah, uh, give it a pass. Yeah.
1: Uh, Stagia Otech version. Hello, 260 RS slash 25X4. I'm guessing the X4 means it's all-wheel drive. Mm, perhaps. Perhaps. Just in case you're wondering
0: what it is, it's a Nissan station wagon, guys. <laughs> uh, 25 times 4. So I'm calling this the 260 RS slash 100. Simple math. There you go. You know, trying to break <laughs> things down like that just doesn't make a lot of sense. No. Uh, it looks like, I guess, you can build it with the nose, with the nose job or without. Uh, it kind of looks like a Subaru Legacy wagon.
1: Yeah, I would say it's that size of car. Yeah, yeah. So if that wouldn't that make it a, a Maxima wagon?
0: Then wouldn't it? I don't think it's one we ever got out here. I don't recall seeing. No, them.
1: no, 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 no. The only neat, the only neat. Uh, Japanese wagon I've seen was the Mazda's, the Mazda 6 wagons.
0: Mm, that's going back a bit. Yeah, I know, but hey, <laughs> I liked them. Uh, this actually, oh, no, it's an old kit that has been, man, they they recycle these every couple of years. Crazy. Maybe they're like only making small production runs. I guess so. Uh, all right. It's there if you like it. The FJ Cruiser though, that sounds interesting. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't even aware there was a kit of an FJ Cruiser. No, I'm I may have seen the release for it when it came out, but I don't think I've, I've ever never seen one in person. Now, no, that I know, I've never seen it in person, never.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Uh, no glue, no paint. Yeah, which
1: is odd. Wait till you see the price range of these things. <laughs>
0: I saw a price don't ask, but it's because <laughs> I don't remember, but it wasn't cheap. Yeah. I, well, if anything, Japanese at the moment, trying to get stuff out of Japan is a, a bit of a challenge. Shipping is challenging. Let's put it that way. Okay. okay. Um, FJ Cruiser, though, that actually is kind of a neat looking kit. Yeah, I have to agree. Like I said, I saw it and I said, when did they release that? Mm-hmm. I'm just well, looking at it. 2018 release. So. Wow. Yeah. We missed it. How do we miss that? They've released this five times since 2018, according to... Holy shoot. Probably just changing what color plastic. Scale mates. I guess so, but... Change uh, the color. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm guessing these are small productions, but yeah, that actually is kind of cool. 500 red, 500
1: yellow, 500 blue. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Crazy. I, I like that, though. That's cool. Okay. F1 stuff. Yeah, I'm guessing this is much more your speed. The McLaren, the ha- McLaren Honda MP4 or MP5? MP4 slash 5. 99. Yeah, MP4 slash 5. Okay, excuse me. I knew there's something wrong with it. Just didn't ring a bell.
0: Yes. Um, yes. Missing the, yeah, it's a Marlboro car, so everybody knows. But
1: it doesn't say Marlboro anywhere on it, so.
0: Um, yeah. Guess that means it's not in the decals. No, this is uh, this is your favorite. Let's go to eBay and hopefully find something that uh, fits.
1: Yes, yes. Now the next one up is something I have long lusted after—one of these kits. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's just so different. Six wheeler. Yeah, the six wheelers—the the P thirty four, the nineteen seventy seven Japan Grand Prix long wheelbase version.
0: Hmm. Uh, didn't know there was a difference between a long and a short version. But, I didn't. Uh, I'd never even knew there was a difference. Mm-hmm. I just remember this. I sort of remember this car. I don't think it uh, raced for very long before they.
1: No, and they they weren't terribly effective. They they were looking to break to see if four smaller front wheels were better than two small than two bigger front wheels for aerodynamic drag.
0: Yeah, and for cornering because they yeah, uh, and they were more grip. <laughs> more grip. Yeah, they were struggling a lot with you know that was the. The beginning of aerodynamics when they were doing this around the same time they had the Brabham fan car. Uh, if if you're into this, uh, I think did not Tamir have a version of the yes. six yes. Uh, that I haven't seen in years? That's come and gone, but uh, yeah, it's uh, nice that it's out there. If you're if you're into such things,
1: yeah, I'm guessing I would be- probably be better off to waiting or try and find a Tamir
0: or wait and see if they'll reissue it. I don't think they'll reissue it. Licensing deals uh, for something that long ago. Well, then again, Fujimi's doing it, so who knows? Yeah,
1: that's that's what I was thinking. If Fujimi's if doing it, why can't Tamia?
0: Yeah, I, that's a good question. Um, I'm, I think, you know, Fujimi, from what I've seen, they seem to have much more control of short-run stuff. You know, they're reissuing the same tools every year. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. T- so. Tamiya um, seems to do things when they do a run, they do it in larger quantities. And I think that they they do a lot less releases. You're lucky to see a model car probably once a quarter. You know, even a re-release maybe once a month uh, in 24 scale. You know, their, their focus and probably where a lot of their money goes is still probably in the RC side. So, uh, I, I don't think you'll see it from Tamiya, but uh, if anybody's looking for one of these, it's available from Fujimi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, the...
1: Ferrari, F2003.
0: Again, missing Japan
1: Yes, again, missing Japan from the Spanish Grand Prix. Japan, Italy, Monaco, Spanish Grand Prix. Mm. Same car, but slightly different graphics, I'm guessing. This would have been Schumacher era, I believe.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Early Schumacher. Mm. Ah, the good old days. Yes. When cars look like cars. Ah, they still get those funny... Treaded tires, though. So. Hmm. But they, okay. they're they not as um, swoopy and everything as today's Formula One. No. No. Oh, well. All right. All right, John, what's the next one for me?
1: Ah, something. Well, something for you. A Lamborghini Countach LP500S, the Walter Wolf car. Canadian. Yes.
0: Very nice car.
1: Yeah, I guess. I've never, you know, like I said, I've always preferred the un uh, unaltered original form, the lp 400 ish you know? Mm-hmm. No wings, no spoilers, no nothing. Yes, that's better.
0: But nothing wrong with this. Yeah, it's, it's got a very aggressive look. I, I'm i just trying to look and see. Yep, uh, this was originally an EM15 kit, so it's an enthusiast kit. That's just what I was looking for. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, because uh, I have the kit, and I'm just thinking, I, I'm pretty sure it was one of... Because I think Fujimi, at that point, pumped out every body style in the Enthusiast kits. Okay. This was one be. of them. So, uh, if that is an Enthusiast kit, uh, I'm not sure. Some of them were more detailed than others, but uh, definitely, uh, that could be a fun kit. Walter Wolf. Uh, I thought the original car was black. This is a red one on the box, but hey, pretty cool stuff. hmm
1: mm-hmm.
0: I like it. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> there goes another one. Uh, no, I've already got one. I don't need doubles.
1: I've already got one. Okay, well, this one, not so much your speed. A Porsche 911 Carrera 3.8 RSR, which is essentially a street-legal race car, isn't it? It's Porsche.
0: I know. I know. It's a Porsche. It's a Porsche. It's a Porsche. We, I, I hate—I'm sorry, guys, if you love Porsche, but I, they're all the same. Uh, this one has sticky Yappa eyeballs um, rather than the later ver- versions where they were more integrated. But uh, it's just a classic Porsche. It's nice enough, just doesn't do much for me. You've seen one Porsche, you've seen them all.
1: Not untrue, not untrue. Okay, how about a Nebarth Ferrari 695?
0: This is actually a nice little kit. Which is
1: making Justin look.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I've I've seen this kit before. Um, It's really, I think it's just uh, decals that make this the Ferrari version. Uh, I have a version of this because this is actually my wife's old car. Uh, Now my daughter's car is uh, a Fiat 500, not the Abarth version. Uh, And so I bought one of the Fiat kits so that I could do a replica of her car as a sort of memory for her. Um, and haven't yet done it because I'm a terrible, terrible husband, but anyway, <laughs> um, the Ferrari version, uh, was a thing, a real version. It has the sort of red with the white Ferrari stripes down it. And, uh, this has been re-released again. I've seen it built, looks pretty cool. Um, not sure I'd go for it, but, uh, you know, if you're, if, if you're into the Fiat auto group, it's a cool little choice. Yeah,
1: there was, at once upon a time, some years ago, I want to say five or so years ago, when I was walking with my dog, and despite the fact that I live in French Canada, where most everything is French, I saw this nice little red Fiat parked at a, not a bank, but I don't know what the term is in English. It's what we call a case popular in, uh, in Quebec anyway. It had its back facing the street, and there was a bumper sticker on the back bumper. And it said, when I grew up, I want to be a Ferrari.
0: <laughs> That's about it. Given their reliability, though, they're probably right up there with Ferrari. There you go.
1: <laughs> but that was it. Was it just struck me so much at the time that, okay, yeah, everything's virtually French around here. Yet here's this one little red Fiat sitting with its with a plain
0: English bumper sticker on it. It's like, ah, okay. <laughs> cool. I was going to get one for my wife that said, "Fix it again, Tony." I... But anyway, we will move yeah. on. Yeah,
1: okay. Apparently now, seeing as revolt Germany, is going to be reissuing the Fujimi Ford GT40. So's Fujimi, the GT40 Mark
0: II from not the 1966 Le Mans car. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know a sec. I'm scrolling back up, so if I get lost. Different decals. Different de- I'm trying to see is... This is not the golf car. This is a all
1: red with white stripes car. The number, I believe, the number three on the side of it.
0: Yeah, I can't really tell, and I don't know these cars well enough to figure out. Is it the same kit? Um, Fujimi has a couple of different versions uh, because there are mark, you know, mark one, mark three, one, four. mark two,
1: mark three. The mark four was the winningest, and I believe what the mark, mark three or the mark five wasn't wasn't that the street car.
0: Uh, which one one was yeah uh,
1: it's it's all I know just enough to get
0: myself in trouble yeah I think that's where we're about that so we'll shut up before we kind of say something stupid I'm just curious whether they're it's the same production run and they're just boxing it for Jimmy over here and yeah same line one box
1: here one box there one box here one box there just change what's on the box and the decals it it would
0: seem odd that they would compete with themselves yeah Exactly. So it's either a different quote mark, or it's uh, the same kit, and they must be. I'm guessing Fujimi must be doing the production run for um, Ravel. For Ravel would be my wild guess on that one, but I could be mm-hmm. wrong. And usually am. Um, as I've there been told. You go.
1: Hmm. Okay, and exact, exactly one t- one reissue of wheel of a wheel and tire set this time. I guess we can't do that either. You know, we have to have a. GTR and we have to have a wheel and tire set. The Speedstar Mark II wheel and tire, fourteen inch. Um, jeez. <laughs> When's the last time you saw a fourteen inch wheel? Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, you know, the, my my Subaru likely has bigger tires than that. Yeah, I would I would think so. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, and then for something totally offbeat, off the wall, ICM is issuing a. Model 1913 Ford Model T Speedster with American sports car drivers. <laughs> it's
0: 1913 Model T and they're sports car drivers. Okay. So okay. what I was laughing at, just looking at the picture, and you this is one you have to look at the, uh, the show notes Yeah, so I, I've seen the picture because <laughs> I made sure it got in here. <laughs> uh, so w- when you think American sport car drivers, what do you think? Now, uh, I, I actually don't have a problem with this. It has a male and a female uh, figure in there. The female is driving, which I think is women's empowerment. Great. But you should see the outfit, including the hat that is strapped to the top of her head. Um, probably very, very accurate for 1913. But uh, it is just the weirdest. Um, I did not expect that. Out of out of uh, this kit, uh, but pretty neat just for that, you know. With to include those figures in here,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's a, a very odd, odd kit, odd uh, choice, odd choice. And you know, uh, from the fact that we're used to seeing uh, figures uh, trying to sell as scantily clad females, uh, I'm pretty pleased to see this one. This I think is uh, much more liberating for. Um, you know, the, the, the world at large. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Thought you might like that one. <laughs> have we, have we covered everything, John? Uh, yes, I think we have. Holy wow. shoot. <laughs> that was a lot. You know, uh, it, it's funny cause uh, you, you, we keep hearing the gloom and doom of the hobby and look how many kits are released on a regular basis. It's a uh, pretty My question is how many are, how many are paying for them? but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next week, we will uh, do a topic on reflections from 2020 and predictions for the upcoming year. Uh, predictions totally and um, already <laughs> I'm already going to call it uh, maybe predictions and hopes because, you know, um, I, I don't think anybody's going to predict where we're going. Uh, I also wanted to remind everybody, because you'll be getting this uh, earlier in the month, it is uh, January the 10th as we're recording this. Um, there is on January 30th the next 24-hour build coming up. Uh, John, are you going to participate this year? No. Horrible no. experience last year.
1: <laughs>
0: well, that was the kit.
1: For, for all I know, that could have been responsible for the pandemic.
0: <clears throat> That's my story and I'm sticking to it. And John brought you the pandemic. This pandemic brought to you by Mr. John DeZan. Christ. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, it is coming up. Uh, There is a Facebook group for the 15th annual 24-hour model car build. Uh, They have their rules up there. So, um, you are encouraged if you're going to play there. Uh, We'll also be probably posting on our Slack channel because... Facebook and me don't get along uh we have a contest build slack channel if you want to come join us there uh, so anyway that and is coming up don't don't we don't our rules aren't our rules a little less strict uh, yeah i I mean to me there shouldn't be rules um I got told oh, to well me,
1: there's one rule
0: have fun yeah that's that's it that's really what it should be uh, it's you know you build a kit within 24 hours as best you can or however you want and have fun Take twenty
1: four. As far as I'm concerned, take twenty four days, an hour a day, twenty four hours.
0: Yeah, I think you're missing the point. But you oh, know okay. Uh, <laughs> the The idea is to push yourself and get something done. Okay, try and complete something in that first day. But anyway, it is what it is. Um, my my interpretation of rules. I'm not great at other people's rules, so uh, you know it is. The Facebook group is there though. Uh, I would strongly recommend reading them. We, we'll talk a little bit about this next time, uh, sort of our, my thoughts on that and perhaps uh, John's thoughts as well. And we'll uh, we'll have a little bit deeper conversation, but it is coming up and I wanted to give everybody enough time to think about if you're going to join and what kind of kit you want to go. Uh, check out our website for more information on the podcast, the hosts, and links to join our communities on Facebook groups and in Slack. Thank you very much to rick henderson who came on as a new producer level patreon supporter we really appreciate it and also a huge thanks to bob kramer for the nice christmas uh, paypal donation really really appreciate both of you guys uh, helping support it and all of our patreon producer level sponsors our sponsors for this episode are chris martin pat redmond alex thomas mickey gerace scale finishes classic truck modeler magazine ryan Voyer and rick henderson john anything you wanted to touch on that we haven't talked about on this episode so far no i don't think so all right until next time and our thoughts and of what's happened last year where we're going this year and what we're hoping for in the future let's say goodbye john goodbye john